I'm just going to record like this. And every time I say something, I'm going to go like this. Oh, I'll not make it through. Oh, <laughs> oh, I live in Trishkin. For those that can't see, Jaime's just holding an Oscar the Grouch plushie in front of his face and just waving it. It is quite adorable because his little arms are just flapping back and forth. Hello, friends. My name is Stuart, and you're listening to the Misconceptions Podcast. Okay, well, um, it's been an exciting 24 hours. Um, I actually don't know how many hours it's been. Um, but yeah, so I got married um, to the man of my dreams. And he's so cute and awesome and nice. And uh, Anyways, hi, yes. Um, and then also my best friend came back from the dead. So that was casual in the middle of my wedding. Um, so that's really cool. So now I have my best friend and a husband, which is great. Um, and, but then I couldn't go on my honeymoon. Um, so, you know, it's just, there's a lot of emotions and it's okay to have multiple emotions at the same time and everything is fine. And okay, thanks. Bye. Previously on Misconceptions, uh, three months had passed. The crew had gone their separate ways, being the most wanted people in the city. Uh, wanted for various uh, destruction of property, missing children, uh, assassination attempts, uh, shoot-ups at local eateries, uh, only some of which the crew was responsible for. Nevertheless, they were wanted, and so they ran. They ran and uh, pursued their own missions while staying low. And um, three months had passed, and Faye Carver was soon to be Faye Lockley, wedded to Woodard Lockley, uh, her uh, soulmate, reincarnated soulmate. Um, and she sent out invitations to her former crewmates to come to this wedding at water treatment plant 23 and uh, only two responded bill and wren because the fourth member of their party party esther black was dead killed in a freak fire at her bar uh, and no one had heard from her since because she was dead anyways the wedding went off without a hitch and lo and behold, Esther was not dead. She was watching the wedding from a rooftop. And as she was watching over her former crewmates, she saw three suspicious looking people leaving the water treatment plant. And so she pursued them. And uh, in her pursuit, she was attacked by one of them, thrown to the ground, thrown through the roof of the water treatment plant and reunited with her crew uh, before she had originally planned to be reunited with her crew. Um, the crew decided they needed a secret place to meet, and so they went to Bill's new residence, an island uh, in the harbor of the city, uh, an island which was formerly a detention center, the Darkwood Detention Center, which was also previously 
the lair of one Dr. Piotr Jacobi and home to his monstrous creations. Well, Bill had uh, repurposed the island, had released those uh, monstrous creations that had been still trapped on the island, and uh, had inadvertently started some sort of messiah complex with these people, uh, by uh, made apparent by when Faye saw them doing some sort of primitive drawing of him as some sort of god figure. But anyways, the crew decided that they needed to investigate Pip Hamill, who had been elected to the mayoral seat of the city and unknown to the city uh, was also responsible for the missing children uh, and was known as the music man and was somehow connected to the crime in the city. Uh, Faye uh, had a secret identity, Leslie Williams, where she had infiltrated City Hall as the director of Parks and Rec uh, and she said, this is my identity, I'm going on my honeymoon Y'all three figure out what you need to do, but I'm not going to be here anymore. Uh, and then she left, and the crew decided they would go to Esther's secret digs, a lot of secrets, um, where they would be able to plan out what they wanted to do. So I guess we start with the crew coming to Esther's secret hangout, or hideout, I guess. Um, Esther, do you want to uh, describe what this secret uh, hideout looks like it is actually um under the bar or where the bar was like was there a secret entrance in the bar do mm-hmm. you have to access it through like an aqueduct or a sewage drain or something like that yeah i mean there was a secret entrance from the bar okay i don't know what that looks like now that the bar burned down but mm-hmm. it's still very inconspicuous okay um <clears throat> and when you enter it's basically kind of i mean it's basically like an attic space is what it looks like when you enter Mm. um it is carpeted um the walls are padded so that like it's soundproof um and there's like um there's a couch there's a couple of chairs there's a desk um i mean it's just like a maybe like an office setup in okay. a way okay so is there like a uh like a computer or tv or some sort of a thing like that um there is a computer okay <clears throat> mm-hmm. okay set up on the desk okay um so bill and Rin, as you arrive it is nighttime uh you show up to where morty's bar once was but all you see now is just a burned-out husk of timbers and ash. Um, what do uh, do y'all say anything about that, or do you just follow Esther to the the secret hideout entrance? Well, I guess we can't pour a cold one, Bill. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, let's let's get on then. So, what'd you say this okay. place was? It's right about. And she, like, stamps three times. So you stamp three times. It echoes through, like, this metal chamber. And then you hear a latch being undone. The trap metal door, which uh, was inconspicuous with the uh, construction and timber and everything around it, just opens up. And you see the familiar face of the Detective Javi, or formerly Detective Javi. Uh, He is in plain clothes. Uh, He is uh, a little unshaven. Uh, he is a Hispanic man with salt and pepper hair, a little messy, 
uh, not as slick as uh, it once was whenever he was on the force. Uh, but nevertheless, you see him open the trap door and you see in one hand he is holding up the latch and the other hand has a handgun pointed out. But once he sees the familiar face of Esther, he kind of relaxes a little. Oh, Esther, uh, you're back. Uh, and he looks behind you. Oh, you brought uh, your friends. That wasn't the plan. Yeah, things didn't go as planned. Okay, well, uh, get down here, the three of you. Hurry. And he starts climbing down the metal rungs of the ladder. We all climb down the ladder. Does anybody slip? Do I have to roll? (laughs) No, you do not have to roll a take the risk to go down the ladder. Um, I passed my agility throw. Yeah. (laughs) You climb down and Bill, you grab the latch and lower it down and kind of lock it into place. Um, And you come into this space that Carrie described. Uh, You see the couch, the chairs, the little workstation, um, the carpeted floor. Um, There's some sort of ventilation that goes somewhere to allow in fresh air. Um, But you are here, uh, and you see like a little cot set up in the corner. I guess there would be two cots, one for Javi, one for Esther. Yeah. In in separate parts of the room, there's a little partition for privacy. Um, But Javi kind of walks over to the the computer and uh, sits down in the metal folding chair and just kind of looks at Esther and the two of you. So, uh, what, uh, what happened out there? Well, you know, I told you I was going to go to the wedding. Um, I told you it was probably going to be a bad idea. Well, it would have been fine if these guys hadn't been at the water treatment plant. You mean these two? He points to Bill and Wren. No. (laughs) Not those two. These other two. There were three of them. (laughs) (laughs) I held up three fingers to correct care. There was three of them. Um, Uh, Were they guests? Cops? Mafia? What did you get from them? I didn't get anything from them. Uh, They were running away from the plant. Um, They had something. What what happened then? Well, then I fell into the wedding. I literally crashed the wedding. Mm. Um, And then we went to uh, Bill's hideout for the last three months. Uh, Javi kind of looks past Esther to the two of you. Uh, how have y'all uh, been holding up? Well, it's been difficult. I haven't been able to go back to my business that I somewhat remember, but don't remember all that much. And, uh, you know, just been trying to work on myself. Be a better mm. person. Sure, sure. Um, what about you, Tats? Well, it hasn't been all that different. Basically hang out with the same people either way. So... I guess there's, uh, we can't just go down the street to the store and grab things. That's been a little bit difficult. But other than that, just trying to figure out how to get ourselves out of this situation. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's what we've kind of been working on down here. Um, 
Do you think it's possible, or do you think this is just life? Well, I don't think it's going to be that easy. Who knows, this could be what our life is now. While they're talking, uh, Esther walks away from the group and, like, goes to a corner where there's, like, a, um, like an electric teapot. Um, and she's, like, she starts heating up some water. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a lull in the conversation and they turn and they look and Esther's, like, pouring water into a cup and she has a tea bag and she's, like, yeah, well, Faye rubbed off on me a little bit, but don't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the uh, first time I've seen you drink some tea. So, Esther, um, what's the plan now? What's next? Well, <clears throat> that's why we were coming here. Um, we've we've got to come up with a plan. I don't I don't know. I mean, do we keep hitting mafia hideouts? Um, that's what we've been doing. And now I guess you got your crew together minus one. Well, earlier, Javi, we had talked about, um, obviously without you there, but we had talked about using um, Faye's new cover to uh, hack into City Hall to see what uh, Pip Hamill's been up to. Oh. No. Yeah, the mayor. Uh you want to go to City Hall? Well, we entertained the possibility, but then we also thought about how we're super wanted people and that they may recognize us the moment we enter the building. <laughs> yeah, well, all right then. I'm glad you at least realized that. The bottom line is we have an in at City Hall in a way because Faye is posing herself as Leslie Williams, the director of Parks and Rec. Okay. <clears throat> so you got an in... Uh, it doesn't change the fact that we're wanted. Yeah, yeah I know. Three faces have been plastered on every nightly news story for the past three months. I don't know, Javi. I was kind of hoping maybe you had some ideas. He scratches the back of his head and kind of reaches across the the I guess cardboard table is what y'all have set up as your battle station uh, and picks up. Uh, an already opened uh, can of beer and kind of lifts it up and finds there's nothing left and throws it down and you see a similar pile uh, and he stands up and walks over to where his cot is he opens up a cooler and pulls out another beer and cracks it open takes a swig and then he walks over to chair sits down in it again um I don't know. Um, all right, so you got this cover at City Hall. Uh, Leslie Williams, whatever name is. How do you use that to get into City Hall? Well, I mean, since it's, um, you know, since, since we can't hack into the network remotely, uh, I was planning on somehow getting in maybe maintenance crew or I don't know helping them with their internet or something wearing some sort of disguise and then getting onto her or logging onto a computer and just planting a bug to see um, 
see if we can gain some information of what Pip Hamill has been quote unquote legally up to and maybe it'll give us some insight or some clues of what his illegal activities have been as well okay okay um so we we get you inside we get you to the office we get you to that computer so you can do your your hacky thing uh what about you two and he looks at esther and bill what if i disguise myself to look like leslie williams then i can get into meetings and things Last time I saw your friend, you didn't exactly look like her. Uh, didn't have as much floral dresses. Yeah, she doesn't wear that anymore. I mean, she did at the wedding because it was like a wedding dress. Okay. Uh, so you disguise yourself. You get in there. Maybe you could walk with your your friend here, your tech genius friend. In. Mm. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about you, Tats? I was actually thinking along the custodial engineer side of things. Wear a long sleeve coveralls that say Joe on them and push them off and hopefully get access to somebody's keys and look at the hard evidence, the paper. Usually something's happening, there's a paper trail. Okay. Uh... I guess I'll, I'll be here. Uh, your guy in the chair, and he takes another swig. Maybe our guy in the chair should be <clears throat> a little more sober. He looks at Esther. There is a momentary tension, and he kind of scoots the can away from him to the other corner of the desk. Whatever you say, kid. You could be guy in the escape van. Mm, I don't... I don't know about that. I, uh... think it'd be best if I stayed here. We all got, uh, heat coming down on us, and, uh... Last time I checked, I, uh... Can't do what, uh... You can. He's right. So, when do we want to go? It is nighttime now. Yeah, I'm thinking in the morning. Okay. Um, so, do y'all want to do uh, some sort of photo montage to... Prepare. Uh, yeah, to get ready? I think that would be beneficial. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> so, I need to use my photo montage to... And I don't really know how this will work... Not because I'm not good at sitting in mist, just because I've not tried to do this. But I need to um, create a disguise to look like Faye as Leslie Williams, which I believe is going to require me to dye my hair. Yes, so uh, Faye gave you uh, a business card that she had and uh-huh. it was Leslie Williams. It had a very patriotic political photo with her posing in front of like the city flag, and uh, she had, uh, you know, the blonde hair. And I guess were you in a business suit, Faye, or what would you have been wearing? Um, definitely a pantsuit. Okay, so a pantsuit, um, and so you have that 
image of her. Now, uh, as for how it works mechanically, uh, you have a couple of options with your photo montage. You can give attention, you can work the case, you can explore your mythos, you can prepare for your next activity, or you can recover from your last activity. Uh, I think this would be preparing for your next activity. That's what I was thinking. And so that would give you, you can recover all your burnt power tags or gain three juice with a method based on your description and you just tell everybody at the table how you do it. So, um, so I'm trying to create a disguise. So I am, uh, I want to dye my hair. So I feel like we have some of those supplies in the hideout because like there are times when you may need that kind of stuff. Like that was some of the stuff we got you, originally. Yeah. Like, do you want to dye your hair or do you want to say you have a wig? Like, do you want to make Esther permanently blonde for this season? Or what do you want to do? Because you can dye it. But I think, you know, City Miss is all about narrative power. Let's, like, make it up as we go. So, like, if you wanted to say, we have wigs that we've had, that we've done different heists and jobs with. Yeah, I don't I don't love the idea of the wig. Okay. <laughs> uh, Faye also cut her hair very short. Kind of, did you say it was a bob? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so down but for But how that. does everybody this else? seems like a great, a great way to have many jokes and confusions (laughs) (laughs) what do you think Jaime are y'all going to be the same people at times never (laughs) no (laughs) it's like wait you look different like oh yeah I got a haircut (laughs) (laughs) so keep going what else okay and then I am, um, like trying on different like outfits and getting the guys because that's the only people that I have. So I'm getting the guys' opinions on like, is this Faye? And so that's fun because the guys are like, oh, I don't, I have no idea what she wears. I remember wearing a red dress with some green flowers on it, but uh, you said she doesn't wear that anymore. So she's a completely different person to me. Great, that's really helpful. I'm so glad that I have you. Uh, <clears throat> Bill and Ren, how does the suit look? You look poised. Very, um, very city <laughs> government. I like it. Great. I'm feeling super confident now. <laughs> well, I just say you look, you look government. You look. It's good. It's good. I would like to imagine that Bill and Ren are sitting on the couch and Javi has pulled up the metal folding chair right next to them and all three of them have a beer in their hand as they are critiquing your <laughs> your hair and your pantsuits. It's very much like a miscongeniality thing. <laughs> um, so now I'm going to try out her walk. So I like, I'm walking back and forth in front of you. No, I think, I think she did like a... I think like a short step, like a tap, 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 tap. Like business, she's got somewhere to go, you know? So I try the walk again. <laughs> what about that? Just just a little less slouch, and I think you have it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I stand up super straight, <laughs> and I strut across the floor, and I turn back. Are you set on those shoes? <laughs> Esther flicks you off and walks away. (laughs) 
Okay. And now Esther's like in her like corner behind the um, partition. Is that the word? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Behind the partition. And she's like practicing Faye's like facial expressions and stuff. Did Faye um, lose the accent when she was Leslie Williams? She did, but I don't know. Did Faye tell them how she talked? I don't know. That's what I was trying to remember, and it's very hard for me to sit back and not metagame. Um, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know if Faye told them much. Yeah. This Leslie Williams is going to be very quiet <laughs> <laughs> for a little bit. She's gonna <laughs> nod along and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wave her hands around and. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm I'm just like trying to channel my inner Fay, which mm-hmm. is really hard because I don't have an inner Fay. <laughs> so I'm like drinking tea and I'm like <laughs> Okay. Uh is there anything else you're doing in this photo montage? Um I'm thinking that I need to do something with the change the game, maybe. Well no no no. Okay, uh, no. You just so you prepare for your next activity, you describe how you do it, and you automatically get three juice. Okay. Or you recover all your burnt power tags, but I think what you're trying to do is juice. Right. So I need to pick three juice, and it's from under change the game? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I believe as if you had rolled... I would assume it's as plus. if you rolled a 10 plus. Okay. I'm wanting to create a story tag, maybe? Or No. I think your disguise would definitely be a story tag. Okay. Yeah. So I want to create a story tag. I want to prolong the effect. Okay. So you can use it more than once. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I want to do something with the, any other improvements you and the MC agree on. I don't know what we want that to look like, but I feel like that would be helpful. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> I guess go ahead. So you get, what do you want to name your, uh, your story tag that you create? Uh, Leslie Williams 2.0. Okay. Leslie Williams 2.0. Okay. I don't know what else to name it. And I guess, I guess put a star next to it so we know it's like ongoing or whatever. And this was interesting on the City Mist Discord. Somebody asked like, when you make something ongoing, like what does that mean? How long is ongoing? Uh, And some people were like, make it last for just the scene. Make it last for as long as narratively, uh, like... Narratively effective, appropriate. Yes, that's a word. Thank you. Um, so I think I think it will be good for like this next scene that you are about to do at City Hall. Um, I think that's that's the appropriate length of time. Uh, and you have one more juice. So what do you want to spend it on? Uh, that any other improvements you and the MC agree on. Okay. So what what do you want? Well, I'm looking for suggestions. Maybe um, maybe a. Uh, a secret holster for your handgun so that you can take it in? Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be good. Okay. Or so a uh, a concealed holster. Okay. Yeah. So is that a story tag? Uh, yes, I think it would be. So Esther uh, struts her stuff, cuts her hair, dyes it, uh, goes deep into the night making up this disguise practicing her fey-isms and getting a concealed handgun uh, holster for her to go into city hall with and then uh what do you two guys do so i have been we've been for three months 
uh, kind of removed, right? Yes, you especially. Yeah, so I burned Risk Taker. Is that still burned? It is. Okay, so over that three months... Oh, whoops, actually, I burned it. Over that three months, I've been um, using... I don't know what it's called, but you can apparently, like... Uh, call counselors or something on your phone now that's pretty cool mm-hmm. so I've okay. been anonymously communicating with a counselor to talk about my anxiety involving taking risks mm-hmm. due to a traumatic experience in my past and today was my last session and so I think because of that it's no longer burned I want to remove that burn I don't know why I just told you the whole story, but no, I like that. Um, sure. Uh, I'm wondering though, would this be a flashback or would this go along with your photo montage? Cause you're kind of describing what you've been doing, uh, not what you're doing that night. I mean, this, this is just your choice, uh, because if you did the flashback and got a juice to unburn it, then you could also do a photo montage to, okay. um, I'm flashbacking like get more photo stuff. Montaging. Okay, okay, I like that. So you flashback to get your juice, and then you can use that juice to unburn. Um, well, that's not how juice works, actually. Because I think we did this last time with... Uh, with... Carrie getting back Javi. Um, but it wasn't actually how it works. Okay. Burnt tags. Oh, burnt tags can be recovered with the montage move. Boom. Well, then I guess it's recovered. Yeah, I guess then you would have to spend the montage. You know what? Forget it. I like how you described it. It it narratively makes sense that you would spend your flashback to do this. That's what you've been doing. So you get your juice. You spend it to unburn that tag. Now you have your photo montage. That. Is narrative power at play, people? <laughs> okay. So the first thing I do in my photo montage is I bleach my hair. Oh my god! I know. Did you get a bob cut? I'm gonna do a bob cut, and I'm gonna get a pants suit. But what about the shoes? <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right, I'm I'm wearing I'm wearing a curly haired wig, but somebody's gonna have to make sure that. They bobby pin it in right because I don't want it to fall off. <laughs> okay, so you get uh, a curly-haired wig. So here's the thing that I have to ask you, David. Sure. I think my most identifying trait is my tattoos. Mm-hmm. Do you think I could control them and peel them down? If so, is that going to be something that's going to be a constant strain on me because I'm actively holding them down? Or do you think it's going to be something that's simple and, and kind of I can passively accomplish? If not, then I'm going to have to wear long sleeve shirts and hope that, you know. Yeah, I like that because you can you can psychically manipulate your tattoos, which in theory you could recede them into, a, you know, some covered part of your body. Um, mm-hmm. But then that begs the question, why wouldn't Bill just always do that? Mm-hmm. Um so I like I kind of like the idea of it being some sort of strain. Maybe 
maybe you could do a story tag that represents you actively putting like this, uh, dedicating a conscious part of your brain to doing that. Uh, that's why you can't always do it because you have to take a, like a photo montage to do it. Uh, but it's also like, cause it's almost like you're walking around with your toes, your toes permanently curled. Yeah. There's, it's like something on my mind. And then yeah. this, the scary thing narratively is if something, if I forget or I get distracted or something happens, mm-hmm. I can just forget and it just comes out. Yeah. It's like you get startled like the octopus from Finding Nemo, and it's like, oh, you made it. <laughs> and all the ink goes down his arm. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, so so I, I, can, I guess I'll create a tag called, like, something on my mind or something like that along those lines. Yeah, well, you could do, like, um, da, 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 da. like hiding my tattoos or hidden. No, because the story tag needs to be, like, a noun, so, like, hidden tattoos or something like that. Okay. Hidden tattoos it is. Or recessed tattoos, maybe. That sounds like fun. Like I'm going outside and playing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tattooed recess. <laughs> okay, so recessed tattoos. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm creating a disguise for myself. Mm-hmm. And I don't really need weapons or anything because of, you know. But yeah. I have a weapon. I have yeah. a weapon. I would like something to help to aid me in my search. So maybe like, um, I guess I could also make. Wait, I can't make fine tools yet, so I would have to have a lockpick if I wanted a lockpick, huh? Makes sense. Or you could just ask Javi for a lockpick because he probably has one. Yeah, I'm just gonna ask Javi. <laughs> okay. So you okay. got your three juice, and if I am assuming correctly, you have a disguise, recess, tattoos, and lockpick are your three store tags? Yeah, yeah. So you said disguise, recess, tattoos, and lockpick. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, Rin, what about you? Uh, so with the photo montage, um, <clears throat> I've been going back and forth on whether or not to put on a wig or creative u- creatively use makeup to cover up my very much glowing head. Okay. Um, and I think I'm going to go with the wig because that feels easier. Okay. And so Ren is um, shopping online while they're doing their things uh, and has found a, a place where he can get a wig and he decided on um well I mean he decided on a black wig um with long hair that would cover parts of his face mm-hmm. um and then it's a I guess a costume shop really and so then he also gets a costume for like an IT technician okay um and then um He's got his own uh, briefcase that uh, he can put his laptop in. Uh, and so the other thing is I want to make it ongoing. So I think that's, yeah. Okay, so what what, what uh, three mechanic things do you spend your juice on? Um, ongoing, uh, the wig, and the IT technician outfit. Okay, and then the IT technician outfit is prolonged? Yes. Okay. 
uh, go ahead and uh, write those down somewhere so you can remember. Uh, so you got your wig and your IT outfit. Um, okay, so you you work into the night, making your disguises, coming up with your plan. Uh, I guess you might catch a little bit of sleep before the sun rises. Um, and uh, Tessa, do we want to? Because you haven't had much to do in this episode. Um, but Faye kind of removed herself from this mission. Uh, so are you as a player okay with sitting out or do you want to have a scene with Faye or uh, do you want to somehow get her into this mission? What do you want to do? Do a scene, do a scene. <laughs> um, I'm okay with sitting out. However, so quick mm-hmm. aside. Um, mm-hmm. Faye didn't go on her honeymoon. Yes. So would she have gone into work? Good point. So that's what I was thinking the whole time is, are we going to all collide? Like meet up? <laughs> yes. that could be a That could be a very fun complication. Like they go in first and like, hello, Miss Williams. And then, hello, Miss Williams? Yeah. Like I a thought- couple of minutes <laughs> later. Okay. Okay. I like that. Um, I was going to see if I could, though, get something off that montage as well. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll cut from their montage and they go to sleep and then we cut over to this small secluded cottage in the uh, woods. Uh, and what do we see? Um, so left off on a very different note but Faye has woken up now um mm-hmm. and it's early early morning hours um and Faye goes outside into the forest and just spends some time there uh, very similar to quite a while ago when she went into the Central Park and meditated um but now she is fully surrounded by lots of nature um and she's in her safe spot and she's really been working on her powers a lot and so she just spends time um thinking through everything that has happened um thinking through what she's going to do at work today how she's going to contact the crew again because she hasn't you know they've always been communicating underneath the mailbox so she's trying to figure out how she's going to get a hold of them um, and the stop she needs to make on her way into work to let them know that she didn't go on her honeymoon um so she's just kind of preparing for all of that and meditating and working on her powers um, and practicing different tricks with the vines out in nature and through that she recovers all of her burnt power tags good and how many uh burnt tower what power tags were burnt plant growth and reduced to nature okay so you get those two back all right Hello, friends, and welcome to the mid-roll of episode 59 of Misconceptions. I am your host, David Bailey White. Yay, cheers, loud noises, clapping of hands, applause. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was so very nice and 
not real. Anyways, I hope you are enjoying this episode of Misconceptions. Uh, this was a, a very fun, chaotic episode. And uh, the good news is it only gets more chaotic from here. But let's take care of a few housekeeping things before we get back to the chaotic action of this episode. Uh, don't forget, we are doing a promotion where if you rate us and review us on iTunes, you can get a free Misconceptions decal sent straight to you, just like our good pal Matthew Montany did. He gave us a nice review on iTunes, and then he copied and pasted that, sent it to our misconceptionspod at gmail.com email with his address, and he is going to be getting a sweet little Misconceptions decal for him to apply to his Tumblr cup car laptop i mean whatever whatever you slap decals on he's gonna slap it on there and he's gonna have a great fashionable item we really appreciate it when you leave us a rating and review on itunes because itunes is probably the biggest podcatcher out there a lot of people listen to podcasts on itunes and we do not pay to promote the show and so we would really really appreciate it if you helped get the word out on that platform we would also really appreciate it if you monetarily supported us on patreon we have two shows, Misconceptions and Sins of the Father, and I and the rest of the casts on both of those shows have big plans for what we want to do and where we want to see these two shows go, uh, and possibly even creating new shows. But in order to do that, we need that sweet, sweet Patreon money. And in case you haven't checked out our Patreon, I just wanted to give a few highlights for some of my favorite patron levels. Uh, the first up is the $2 level. At this level you get a shout out, a little personalized message from me to you during this mid-roll segment. At the $5 level, also pretty affordable. What is that, like a Route 44 Sonic drink every month? That's not too bad. But uh, at the $5 level, you get access to Misconceptions After Hours, which has our uncut, unedited audio from Misconceptions and Sins of the Father, and also has some very patron-exclusive episodes, like uh, a few of our side quests. Our Session Zero for Misconceptions is on there, and you can only listen to that if you pledge at the $5 a month level. At the $20 level, you get to ask us to record any silly little thing, and we will send it to you. You could ask me to introduce your game night. You could ask Tessa to read something as Faye. You could ask uh, Carrie to give a scathing tirade as Esther. I mean, it's all up to you. But at the $20 levels, every month, you can request some little audio snippet from us, and we will send it to you. The only rules for that is that there cannot be hate speech or bigotry or, you know, unnatural meanness in the message. And at the $30 level, at this amazing patron level, you get access to a patron-only game session hosted by me and sometimes starring different members of the cast of Misconceptions. We have had lots of fun with this in the past. We have really enjoyed getting to know you and game with you. Um, have lots of good memories from those patron-only game sessions. So if any of those sound good to you, the $2, the $5 levels, those are more affordable. If you can afford the $20, the $30 level, that'd be awesome too. You get some really sweet stuff for doing that. And also, if you are a patron you get the ability to introduce an episode of Misconceptions, just like our good friend Stuart McKay introduced the beginning of this episode. So, Stuart, thank you very much. 
for your little soundbite and your dapper British accent. And speaking of Patreon, we are trying to get to the $400 a month level. At this level, I will be able to pay all of our cast members for Sins of the Father and Misconceptions just a little bit. Just about $5 for each episode, but I think even though that's a small amount, it's a step in the right direction to giving back monetarily to my friends and these amazing cast members that make these shows so great. And I'm very excited to announce that if we can get to the $400 a month level, we are going to record a crossover between Misconceptions and Sins of the Father. That's right, it's going to be a huge Crisis on Infinite Earth, JLA meets the Avengers. It's going to be a dope little adventure that's going to be co-DM'd by me and by Jackson, the DM over at Sins of the Father. Uh, It's going to be one hell of a crossover. If we get to the $400 a month level, we are going to have a celebration by recording that crossover episode for you to listen to. Uh, so, uh, we would appreciate any sort of patronage, the $1, $2, $5, whatever you can afford. If you would like to help us get to that $400 a month level, we would really, really appreciate it. And we appreciate all our patron support that makes this show possible. Now, with all of that show business out of the way, let's get back to the show. Now it is morning. Where do we pick up with the three that are breaking into City Hall? I think it would be good for us to arrive separately. Like, I could ride the bus, like City Transit. Just because, okay. like, if all three of us got out of the same vehicle, it could look odd. Sure. So, what were you going to say? I was going to start before that. I was going to start back at the hideout. Um the scene opens and we're all in our disguises. I'm sitting at the table, like sitting up. I have my cup of tea. I'm clearly channeling Faye at this point, mm-hmm. And I'm just like drinking the tea and we're like reviewing the plan and I'm reviewing it the way that Faye would, not the way that Esther would. And <laughs> y'all are like impressed at how well I've done it channeling Faye for this mission. Mm-hmm. Wow. You almost sound like Faye at this point. You even got the little color-coded tabs and everything. (laughs) She would be so proud. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was good. Okay. (laughs) Then, uh, I guess let's cut to City Hall. Uh, Who is arriving first? Um, All right, so... um, I get off the bus. I begin making my way towards... uh, City Hall. Okay. Uh, and you have your uh, your wig on, your uh, janitor's outfit, um, and I would assume... I don't know, what do you think? Is there a service entrance, or do you go through the front door? Yeah, there should definitely... I don't know. I feel like a service entrance would require a key, though. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe you maybe you get to where the service entrance would be and you see like some different people walking up and they like slide a little card 
through a, a beeper and it did it and then they open it up and go inside yeah 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 and I'll just like walk in with them and be like it's my first day or something so give me, okay, give, so, give me people give me people who's there okay Who so uh, you're walking up and you see a uh, woman with uh, kind of slouched shoulders not necessarily heavy set but a little bigger she has uh, brown hair pulled up into a ponytail and out of her face uh, her uh, her janitor outfit has some stains and things on it, and she's wearing some uh, black grip, sh- uh, no-slip shoes, and she slides her card. It beeps. She goes to open the door, and you kind of... Hey, uh, it's my first day, and they have not given me a um, key card. Can I come in with you? Let's roll something. So what do you think this would be? A convince or a sneak around? I think it's a convince. Okay. Uh, what tags could you add to this convince? And keep in mind, even though you are disguised, I will still be applying your minus four uh, for your wanted status. You said it again. <laughs> I'm going to use good bluff. Talk okay. my and talk my way out of anything. Okay, so you're at a minus two. And smoke screen because I throw down a smoke screen. <laughs> um, shoot, I think that's all I have. Let's see. You have the tags you made. Um, do you want to use those now or save those for later? I think this is probably some of the most important. Probably the most important time for me is actually getting in, you know? Okay. So you have recess tattoos, disguise, and lockpick. I think two of those apply. I don't think lockpick applies. Okay. And keep in mind, since they are not uh, ongoing, once you use them, they are narratively gone. It's not like you use it and then you throw off your uh, disguise, but uh, you couldn't use them again. Right. Okay. I understand. So do you want to use them now? Yeah. All right. So go ahead and roll a convince with a plus zero. So you rolled, you rolled a six. So if he rolled a six and we can't see it, does that mean it rolled out of the box and he can roll again? No. I think that's what happened. No. I agree. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's all right. I got it. I got it. It's all right. Uh, That was good. Good start. Good start. Starting off strong. (laughs) So you walk up, you say, hey, I'm new, uh, first day on the job. And she looks you up and down and says, well, then I guess you shouldn't have forgot your key card. And she steps in and goes to shut the door behind her. I'll just be like, all right, I'll go to HR. Thanks for your help. I'm just going to walk away. Okay. What next? I'm going to go to the roof. I'm going to the roof entrance. Screw this. Okay. Yep, and then I call my cloud, mm-hmm. and I float up, see if I okay. see any, like, uh, if there's, like, a fire escape or anything, or if I could see a entrance on the roof. Sure, sure. Um, I, I picture it as the, like, telltale um, city of hall, or city of hall, city hall a building with like the uh, triangular roof and the marble pillars out front with the uh, white stair steps and so you get up to the roof 
and there is a little um i guess a maintenance access door that would lead to a stairwell that would go down nice is it locked it is locked guess what i'm gonna do do it lock pick and since there is no one to see you your wanted four status does not come into play it's gone well, no, it's not gone. It's just since nobody sees you, you won't have your minus four to this roll. Uh, nice. But this would be a sneak around, and you are using your lockpick story tag. Mm-hmm. So that's a plus one. Uh, do you have anything else? I'm going to use stealthy. Okay, I think that's perfect. So plus two. Plus two instead of a plus zero. Mm, that's a nine. That is a nine. So... With a sneak around, you do it, but it is complicated. So, someone unimportant noticed you. You are perceived only by a secondary sense, uh, or you must leave something important behind or be discovered. Hmm. Um, okay. Stick the lockpick in. You turn it. It opens, and you start going down the staircase. And as you have opened up the door and you're going down, another... Or you know what? It is that woman that you tried to sneak oh in with gosh. earlier coming up the staircase. And she comes around the corner, and she looks up, and she sees you walking down. And she says, how did you... Well, I uh, checked the shingles, and it looks like we're going to need some replacements. I found my keys. Um, no thanks to the very friendly people here. Uh, and I'm going to be on my way. I'm just going to keep walking. Oh, hold, hold on a second. I went straight from the door to here. You, how did you get up on the roof? Uh, maybe you should walk faster. And I'm just going to keep walking. I have to call this in. And she reaches for a uh, walkie-talkie on her hip. Why? Ugh. I can't, like, knock this woman out. I just... But can't you? <laughs> David, stop trying to tempt <laughs> Uh, 1.0 would do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, you would 1. just 1. kill her. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like stop her and be like, "What exactly are you calling me in for? Walking faster than you?" Listen, buddy, I don't. I'm getting a weird vibe from you. I've never seen you before, and suddenly you're trying to sneak in with me down below, and you're coming down the the stairwell. I don't know. I'm gonna call it in and see what the hell's going on here. What's your name? What's your name? And she like. Presses the button. Beep, beep. Hey, uh, Jerry, I need some information on a... Hey, buddy, what's your name? Uh, my name's Joe. I'm with the temp agency. Okay. We got a guy, Joe, uh, from the temp agency. He tell has him, long... Tell him, tell him I, uh, I just checked the shingles for you because I know that there's been issues. He was up on the roof. I caught him coming down. He doesn't have... It. Do you have a card key? No, I had left it. Forgot it. He doesn't have a car key. He's snooping around. Uh, Jerry, could you check this Joe guy out? I'm going to kill then, uh, this person. <laughs> the voice comes back. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll check real quick. Uh, why don't you bring him to the office so we can get him all scoped out and everything? Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, why don't you come with me, uh, Joe? Are you, uh, you going to handcuff me too? Are you, you going to try to run away? <laughs> oh man, you you really understand comedy and humor. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow you. Okay, so uh, she 
leads you down uh, the stairwell. And uh, I guess let's cut from that scene to uh, who is arriving next at City Hall. I was thinking, well, I don't know, because, like, I feel like, mm, I guess I'll arrive next. Okay. Because I, I was thinking, like, there would have to be a problem, but, I mean, it's just the front people that I just have to sneak past, so. Okay. Uh, you see some different uh, politicians walking in, uh, people in nice business suits, uh, dresses, uh, pantsuits, uh, and you kind of get in with him to go in. So when Ren gets there, he's got his... He's kind of, like, slouched over, and he's got his head down, um, trying not to be recognized and trying to fit into the role of being, like, an IT technician. Um, and so he walks through the door, but you can tell that he is, like, still, like, looking around and hyper-aware of the situation. And as he's, like, going through, I guess, security... Yeah, so uh, you will be coming up the front steps with all these people. You kind of have your head down, uh, and then there are security guards at the door, and once you get in, there is the uh, metal detectors with other security guards asking everybody to take out their wallets, their keys, their phones. Uh, you know, there's signs everywhere that's like, no firearms, no uh, alcohol, no smoking, and all this stuff. And so you walk up uh, there, and I think in order to make it through this, you will need to make some sort of roll. Um, you could either uh, sneak around. You could try to hack into the metal detectors uh, with your brain powers. Uh, but what do you what do you want to do? Uh, I was thinking about hacking into the system. Okay. I mean, would that still be a sneak around, or would that be a take the risk? I guess. I think if you wanted to hack into the system so that it didn't, uh, so that you could kind of control it and glitch it or whatever, that would definitely be a change the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, so with that, I want to uh, go sit by, or like, I feel like most city halls like have this at the entrance, uh, but have like a bench or something, and go like sit at the bench and like create, um, create my own ID, I guess. Uh, on your laptop yeah or like or 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 not create the idea sorry create like the uh, appointment with the IT technician okay so you're wanting to use your laptop to like hack into the system to get yourself an appointment yeah to to make it seem more official that like this IT technician is going to uh, Leslie Williams office or whatever to fix something okay um so you, you kind of step out of that area, step to the bench, pull out your laptop. Uh, go ahead and roll a change the game. What tags could you add? I was thinking of adding high-tech laptop. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Okay. So go ahead and roll yeah. a change the game with plus one. I got a 10. All right, a 10 plus. So on a 10 plus, you get a minimum of two juice. What do you want to use those two juice on? I want to uh, create a story tag. Okay. And, and what story tag is that? Appointment with Leslie Williams. That's what it was. Okay. So story tag appointment with Leslie Williams. Uh, what's your other juice? You know. can also prolong the effect. Uh, wh- wh- what were you going to say? I was just going to say you can also bank the juice 
and then reveal yeah. uh, something later that you spin it on. It just has to go back to this time sitting on the bench with your laptop. Yeah, it just has to be related to it and all. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll bank the juice. Okay, so you create appointment with Leslie Williams. You close your laptop. You go back inside. Uh, there's the security checkpoint, the metal detectors, the uh, screen that shows what passes through the metal detectors, and the uh, two security guards standing, two on this side, two on the other side. Um, and you walk up. Please take your shoes off. Put them in the bin. Wallet, keys, phone, laptop, anything else, put it in the bin. Uh, yeah, yeah, of, of course, yeah, sure. And he does all that and uh, walks through the scanner and everything. Okay, as soon as you pass through the scanner, it starts to blare loudly. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that I have a ton of metal in my brain. Yep. <laughs> you are a cyborg. Uh, so it starts to go off. And one of the security guards kind of waves you over to him. Uh, come here, buddy. Let's check you out. Oh, yeah. I uh, completely forgot I had a terrible accident. Um, a year As you're ago talking, he pulls a metal detector wand out and just starts scanning one side of your leg, going up the inside of your leg. But you keep talking. Yeah. I had this horrible accident. And so I, I just have some metal in my brain is all. Nothing, okay. nothing to worry about, of course. He brings it up to your head. Uh, and I think at this point, why don't you roll a sneaking around to avoid being noticed now that you are closely being inspected? Yes, that seems fair. He's sweating profusely uh, at this point. <laughs> He's just this <laughs> And when Rin sweats, it is this blue, like, electrified sweat, like in the old Gatorade commercials. Yeah. Yes. All right, so what, uh, what do you got? So you have your minus four because you are wanted. Man, I completely forgot about this metal in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> we are not doing so hot. I forgot that my entire character is a cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't think of it. I just thought it was so smart that I'd bypass the metal detection. Um, there's literally nothing that I feel like I can add. Maybe technopathy. I feel like I could, like hack into his little metal detector and make it not go off i think that would that wouldn't help you with your sneak around that could be a separate change the game role but it has already gone off because he already has like put it next to your head and it has gone off yep so that's all i got so a whole lot of nothing i'm gonna roll plus zero minus four that's a 10 minus four is a six you barely (laughs) fail so uh, Are you sure that it's not? Oh my gosh! Stop rolling a hundred <laughs> dice. Uh, Two hundred forty-nine. <laughs> wow! You succeed. You get so many dynamites with your two hundred and forty-nine. Um, no. So he puts it next to your head, and it starts going off. And as you're telling him, I had this horrible accident. Uh, like metal in my head, all this stuff. He looks at you, and you. Your heart drops as you see the look of recognition come across his face. And he quickly reaches for his gun, unclips it, pulls it out, and goes to stick it in your face. And screams, get down on the ground, get down on the ground! What do you do? This is not going well. (laughs) Esther has not even arrived yet. (laughs) I am going to, man. I'm burning. I did. I should have recovered. Recover those burnt tags. 
I'm going to use technopathy mm-hmm. and as a distraction. And um, as I'm, like, getting down on the ground, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to put my hand to the ground and, like, blow out the bulbs and... Um, or I guess... Mm, I don't know if I want to burn the tag and just make it work or try to roll it and hope for the best. Uh, it's it's either or. What do you want to do? This is a pretty uh, tense situation. It is. And I don't want to lose. <laughs> Freddy lost. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and burn it. All right. So you burn it. Uh, uh, I guess... So what are you what are you wanting to do with this? So with this, I'm using it as, um, I, I guess I'm trying to make it uh, as a distraction to leave. Okay, so something to help you escape. Um, you know what? This is a perfect take the risk move. Um, so you perform a daring, risky, or outright stupid feat. Roll plus power, but since you are using your uh, you are burning a power tag, so it automatically gives you a 10 plus. So on a 10 plus, you do it somehow. So you burn this tag. Describe for us what happens. So as he's yelling at me to get down on the ground, I am placing my hands on the ground, and you see this like blue lightning or blue energy mm-hmm. kind of surge on the ground, and it just like starts out a little bit, and then... Um, spider webs all across the ground up the walls uh the the metal detectors are going off the uh lights um explode um all of their electronics in the room like even their phones and stuff are like heating up and things Mm -hmm. and so uh the phones are going and like the phones connected to whatever like ringing and stuff and so it's uh both a mixture of darkness and then just a lot of noise and loudness. Okay, so bulbs are flashing, the electrical machine starts blaring, the screen starts flashing, uh, there's like an electrical surge that is centered on City Hall, uh, and everybody like starts freaking out, the guard takes his attention off of you and looks around, uh, what do you do? I will remind you, your laptop was in the bin. Uh, mm. And if you had rolled a seven through nine, I would give you a hard choice. Like, do you want to get the laptop or escape? But since you rolled a 10 plus with your burn the power tag, you get your laptop. Just describe how you get it. And I guess all of your, whatever else you put in the bin, you get it as you escape. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Ren just had his um, phone and laptop, but. Um, okay. I feel like. For theatrics, it would be more fun if he did not grab his shoes and ran off (laughs) in socks. Okay, I love it. Uh, Uh, Yeah, so while this is happening, he just has enough time to grab his laptop and grab his phone. And where do you run? Do you run out or run in? Outside, yeah. Okay, so you sprint out, pushing your, shoving your way past the... Uh, panicked politicians and you sprint down barefoot holding a laptop in one hand, a phone in the other and you just book it. I think some of these security guards pull their guns out realizing what's happening and who you are and they squeeze off a few shots at you but they go wide and miss like hitting into the ground, ricocheting off cars, uh, hitting distant buildings as you disappear into the maze of the city. Um, Yeah. Okay, that was very tense. (laughs) Yep. So, Bill, I think 
that happens and you're in City Hall and everything flickers and goes crazy for a second and the lady who's transporting you like looks around and her uh, walkie-talkie squawks strangely. Uh, I would bet Bill probably knows what is going on, like who is causing this, uh, but does Bill do anything? Um, is she distracted? She is distracted. Are there any closets nearby or doors? There's definitely a door nearby. Could I sneak into it while this is all happening? Yeah, roll a sneak around. I will, I'm going to roll a sneak around, and I'm going to say that she has a distracted two. Because of the distraction. I don't think that's how the game works. Because of the distraction that Rin has caused. I have to get uh, some kind of bonus from it. I think I think the bonus is the narrative ability to escape this with a sneak around. Lame. Alright. Because otherwise you it wouldn't happen. Okay. So I'm going to use tattoo manipulation to um probably do my spring feet thing and spring at the door and I'm praying that it's unlocked. Because if not, I'm just gonna spring and run into a door and fall down. Um so yeah, so I'm gonna try to spring into the door. I'm gonna use mm -hmm. risk, risk taker, definitely stealthy, and tattoo manipulation. Okay, so we'll sneak around with a plus three. Oh, okay, nine. <laughs> a nine. Uh, so you do it, but it's complicated. You of course it's oh, complicated. Oh wait, but you already burned all your story tags. I would say you have to. You know what? No, this works. I think. Uh, how about this works and it's the ladies' room. <laughs> I was gonna say, I like it. I like it. I was going to say that as you jump away, your wig falls off. You settle again. So you narrative or mechanically you don't have the wig anymore. Uh but now narratively you also will not have the wig. But needless to say, you jump and uh very quickly grab the door handle, turn it, jump into this office and close it behind you using the cover of her squawky walkie talkie squawky talkie squawky talkie squawky talkie uh, that's actually the brand that it is and hey, Tessa write that down that could be yes, another Tessa, name please write that down squawky talkie uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you close it behind you and you're now in like a um, dark office space and as the lights like come back outside in the hallway you hear her oh that was that was weird. Hey, hey, what? Where? Where'd he go? And you hear her footsteps receding down the hallway in the opposite direction. Uh, let's cut outside. Esther, I think you were in the line to get inside whenever you saw Rin sprinting past you, mm -hmm. uh, barefoot and panicking. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I have no reaction to this. Okay. Um, I'm simply standing in line, um, and I'm like mentally like going back and forth with, do I do the accent? Do I not? Do I do the accent? Do I not do the accent? And um, I am still like doing this, and is it getting to be my turn? Like, have I, has yeah, the line you, started moving again? Yeah, the the line starts moving again although it is still very tense uh you hear distant police sirens 
uh, and eventually, like, as you are getting up to the uh, security check, you see a police car pull up, uh, and policemen get out and start talking to the guards and things like that, but there are still people standing there checking IDs, or security guards standing there checking IDs, and, you know, take your shoes off, wallet, keys, phones. Can I do a flashback? Sure, you have not done one this uh, session yet. So I'm wanting to do a flashback where I am back at the hideout and I have the um, business card with her picture and I am cutting it and making it into an ID to get in. Okay, so um, I think that totally works. You get one juice, so you create an ID tag. Okay. Okay, very nice. And so you get up. Uh, they look at you and they, I guess they see your ID. Uh, hello, Miss Williams. Uh, be safe. We just had uh, one of those weirdos that have been on the news for the past three months tried to break in here. Probably trying to finish what he started with Mayor Hamill. Just want you to know that, ma'am. Thanks for the information. <laughs> <laughs> she says that she covers her mouth and talks. And walks and, like, is moving while she says it. Okay. Um, uh, roll a sneak around. You have your minus four for wanted. <laughs> but you have uh, all your tags that you could add. Okay. Um... And your Leslie Williams 2.0 tag is reusable, so you can use it once and keep using it this scene if you need to. So I'm going to use the ID tag, Leslie Williams. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Carrie is frantically checking her character cards. Giant owl wings. That seems appropriate. Yeah. Uh, what are you talking about? I've always had these. Yeah, I don't know. Um, are we not owl inclusive at this establishment? <laughs> And I'll thank you to remember that. Are we anti-avian? Are we really that ass backwards at this city hall? I say all those things. No. Sure. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. But that would be funny. All right, we're just going to roll with a negative two. Okay, that's all you got. Look, that one came out. You get to roll it again. Can I not roll it again? Nope, you get to roll it again. No. I got a four. A four? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I think you uh, step into the metal detector and it buzzes and goes off and you remember your concealed handgun holster that's tucked in like on the inner side of your thigh. <coughs> it dings and goes off. And so the uh, one of the security guard calls you over. Uh, Miss Williams, is there anything I should know about? He pulls out the wand and starts... Um, I had a knee replacement surgery a while back. He goes up the inside of the pant leg where your handgun is. He taps it a few times. You said your knee? Sure did. He takes it up to the inner thigh. Roll a convince. Well, actually, hold on. What did we just roll that you failed? Was it sneak around? Because <laughs> mm -hmm. I think sneak around is your like stealth check or your deception check. Mm -hmm. So you can't roll it back to back. Mm -hmm. uh, your convince is whenever you want to talk, threaten, or seduce someone. Mm -hmm. And I think you're still trying to be deceptive. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think you could roll another sneak around. Um, so he, you know, it beeps and he says, 
Um, ma'am, could you come behind the... Miss Williams, could you come behind the partition with me? I actually... I'm, I'm running late, and I have a really important meeting that I'm trying to get to, so... Ma'am, this is for your safety, for everybody else's safety. Could you please just come behind the partition with me? I'd really rather not. Um, Miss Williams, this is uh, um, a little awkward, but I can't... I have to search you. I have to frisk you, and I apologize for that, ma'am, but it is for the safety of everyone in this building. I feel sexist. Ma'am, that is um, not my intention. You didn't frisk that gentleman. He didn't... uh, Nothing beeped. You... I was referring to the gentleman that just ran out of the building. Oh, no. You didn't pull him behind the partition. Oh, well, we... uh, He was a wanted criminal, ma'am. But you didn't... You didn't pull him behind the partition. Ms. I don't Williams, see why I have please, to be you're, pulled you're behind the partition. You're making a scene in front of your constituents. Could you please just come behind the My partition? constituents? Yes, that's what they're called. The people that vote are constituents. Constituents? Constituents. No, it's con- constituents. constituents. Thank you. I knew you were Thank saying you. Wrong. The guard doesn't know that. It's constituents. <laughs> Jeffrey, can I call you Jeffrey? That, my name is Alec. <laughs> okay, Alec. We go way back, do we not? You've only been working here for about two months, ma'am. That's not very far back. We've been together for two months. That is, together is a very strong word. <laughs> I feel like it's just strong enough. Ma'am, could you please come Look, behind the partition? I just need to get to this meeting. Ma'am, as soon as I we get this really... checked out, we can get you to your meeting. Uh, uh. <laughs> I go behind the partition. Okay. Um, ma'am, could you uh, please remove your pantsuit? He I'm puts on some... I'm not taking my clothes off for you. That's not my intention here. Please, ma'am, just show me what is <laughs> in your inner thigh. <laughs> show me what is in your pants. <laughs> show me what is in your pants, ma'am. Fine. Here it goes. Taking off my pants. (laughs) As she takes her pant leg up, because she doesn't need to take them off. She just needs to raise her pant leg, yes? You're going to roll them up way high, because that's the inner thigh. Uh, It's like Yzma revealing her dagger. uh, Fine. I'll take the pants down. Okay. And as I'm taking them down, I'm going to attempt to remove the holster with the pants. Okay. This is not going well. Yeah. Is it a sneak around or take the risk? Is it trying to be sneaky? Is it yeah, trying to be sneaky or risk. being stupid? I think it's take the risk. Okay. What can you add to it? Um, life lessons. Okay. And Maybe your dad taught you a little bit of sleight of hand. Um, I don't know. Can I use my rested, trusted Colt Cobra? Like, no, that because gum is, is the gun. I do think you could use your concealed handgun holster, though. Uh Uh-huh. But it would burn that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to use it. Okay, so plus two. Maybe it is so designed that it can be easily and not And and not a minus four, just a plus two. Just a plus two, yeah. Thank the Lord. Eight. An eight. So you do it somehow... Things are messy. I'm going to give you a choice. You either succeed and leave the gun in the vestibule, or you succeed right as Faye is walking in. I succeed right as Faye is walking in. Okay. 
So you take it off. Uh, he does not see it. <laughs> uh, and he says, all right, I, he runs a wand over your inner thigh. Okay, um, I apologize, Miss Williams. It's just with everything that just happened with one of those criminals trying to break in here, I have to take all due precautions. I understand. I still hope you will invite me to your next uh, office party. I will <laughs> consider it. <laughs> and also, um, it's interesting that your, your accent has become more uh, normalized. I told you I was practicing not having the accent. Oh, that's good too. You had such a, a thick southern accent before. I'm learning to change it up. <laughs> we cut outside. Uh, the Will the real Leslie Williams, a.k.a. Faye Carver, please stand up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Faye, you are walking up the steps. You did not see Rin's expeditious retreat, um, but the city hall is strangely on very high alert. Uh, as you walk up, you get to the check-in, uh, and I think the security guards are so frazzled that they don't realize that Leslie Williams just walked through. So they just say, they're kind of like looking over your shoulder, scanning outside, seeing what's happening. Uh, shoes, wallet, purse, uh, phone in the bin. Yes, yes, I know the drill. She puts it all there. Okay, and I think you walk in and he, you don't see it, but he kind of gives you a look as you walk through. You walk through, nothing goes off. You step to the other side, you start putting on your shoes putting on your er, putting your wallet your phone your keys away and uh behind you here uh miss williams i'm just so sorry about all of this i hope that i can be invited to your next office party yes yes i'll consider it <laughs> and then stepping out as you turn stepping out from behind a partition is the security guard alec and you and then like the blood drains from your face as you recognize esther doing some sort of mockery of you and the security guard steps out looks at Faye looks at Esther what the hell is going on today end of episode oh my gosh (laughs) we suck my gosh guys thanks for listening to this week's episode of Misconceptions our next episode will be released on February 17th If you have Facebook and Twitter, you can find us on both of those social media platforms to get up-to-date information about the show, behind-the-scenes pictures and videos, or just chat with us because we would like to hear from you. You can also contact us at our email, misconceptionspod at gmail.com. This show is wholly supported by the generous support of our patrons on Patreon. If you'd like to join that elite group of supporters, please consider giving to us on Patreon and help us reach that $400 a month goal. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak. You can find more of their products, like the new starter set, at sonofoak.com. The Misconceptions theme song was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. And that about wraps it up for this week's episode of Misconceptions. I hope you had fun, and I hope we'll see you back next week. And I also hope that you keep it nerdy, y'all.